Murder Selenia campaign. Uh, it's it feels like it's been a while since we played last, uh, but it actually hasn't been too long. Uh, it only feels like it's been a few weeks because we've individually done uh, sessions where each each of you have explored the city of Ravenmill and taken on individual tasks uh, during about a two week break. Uh, the what we're going to do this session is kind of along the lines of what we've done on, on those individual sessions. In each individual session, you all um, you all took on tasks and did what your character would do in their free time over that two-week period. Uh, I wanted to spend a little bit of time at the beginning of this session to uh, give everybody a chance to do collaborative things uh, with each other over that two-week period. So uh, I know some of you wanted to train with each other. Um, some of you wanted to, to kind of go explore the city in, in specific ways. So I wanted to give a little bit of time up top if you had a, a little bit of interest in exploring the city. We'll, we'll go ahead and start with that. But to do a quick recap, uh, make sure everybody's on the same page. Uh, you all have made your way to the coastal city of Ravenbell. Uh, within Ravenbell is the Barith University of Magic, uh, which, upon your arrival, was under attack by arcane leeches and um, a variety of other um, creatures and beings that seem to siphon magical energy off of um, people in the university. Um, you quickly defeated and dispatched the the first round of attackers and uh, were introduced to the headmaster, Clarhan Volinor, and his assistant, Irkade Mahet. Uh, after some discussion, um, Irkade pulled you aside and told you about his sick son, Placido, uh, who had fallen under some form of curse that had drained his, his life energy from him. Um, you find out that Irkade, in order to save his son, had hired an external force, um, a, a third party outside of the university, to find a, a way to cure what was ailing his son. Um, after a few days, the the third party that he had hired didn't seem to, to come through on their promise, and, uh, and Irkade was left uh, with, with little hope until you all showed up. Uh, with the help of Skolthir, the divination wizard uh, at the university, um, you managed to save Placido, and uh, Irkade then resigned um, for having kind of betrayed the, the rest of the university, allowing these um, intruders into the, uh, the university grounds. Um, you also found out that uh, the... Intruders had made their way below the university into the sewers, and a strange manner of creatures had been reported being seen in, in those sewers. Um, and the, the wizards who had gone down there had uh, never returned. Uh, you ventured down into the sewers where you uh, found several bodies of um, what, what looked to be some form of, of wizard, um, and a giant glowing rift. Um, and as you explored the, the area, you found uh, several um, dibbics uh, or large spectral jellyfish that um, attacked you and, and seemed to, to come from this rift. After defeating them, you uh, sealed the rift by dismantling the 
uh, arcane lock that was holding a large gem powering the rift um, and returned back to Clarhan Volinor. Um, after relaying the, the description of these monsters to Clarhan and several of the other staff members that were, were in his office, um, he let you in on uh, a bit of lore around Diabolus, the dark wizard. Um, and offered to to let the party stay at the the dormitories on campus for as long as you you would like, um, allowing you free room and board uh, for your stay. And um, that's kind of where we'll we'll pick up today. Um, again, each of you have have kind of gone through a session and played out kind of what the two weeks were individually. But I wanted to to open it up and give you some time if there were any. Any of you that wanted to do some collaborative uh, tasks over that two-week period? Uh, Ryfear has been pretty much any free hours he gets just spending them in the library at Ravenville. Um, so I imagine his collaborative efforts would just be any notes he could share with Vor to see... Uh, if he's learned anything about these five mages, because that's that's primarily what Rifeir's studying. Uh, also, I picked up some wooden practice weapons at you know one of the shops, and they were they were a practice uh, staff with a heavy weight on it to simulate Load's axe and a practice sword, so Rifeir and Load could spar with each other. Okay, uh, so over that two-week time period, uh, you, you kind of collaborate with Vor, uh, dive into a bit of the research, and you spend some time with Load training um, and um, kind of getting to, to know each of your weapons a bit better and uh, become more proficient. Uh, anybody else? I know um, John expressed something about doing something with Load in the interim, but I can't remember exactly what Mike said it was. Yeah, sorry, my mic was on mute. I was over here talking. Um, <laughs> sorry. That does not surprise me. No, it shouldn't. I don't even know how that happened because it was on just a second ago. You turned it um, off. Apparently. Uh, I must have sat on it. But uh, no, uh, yeah, I know one of the things that John would like to do uh, would be to uh, introduce uh, Tall to like Load and Rifear, um, you know, whenever he's able to like catch them and he's got all three of them and you know, just introduce and say, you know, this is Load. Uh, he's the one I've been telling you about. Uh, he plays the drums in our band. This is Rifear. He's been my right-hand man through this entire thing, you know, and, and just kind of introduce. Okay. Um, so for, for Rifear and Load, you uh, you meet a older halfling man who, um, he looks like he's, he's seen a bit of better days. Uh, there's kind of little on the, the stringer side at this point. Um, and he, he looks like he's, he's spent a lot of time out at sea. Uh, it's kind of got that weathered uh, complexion and, um, and still looks like he's seen some rough days, but overall is a very handsome man. Um, very, very, uh, well-defined features that, that, uh, give him a very, um, appealing look to him. Uh, and he he very politely makes your acquaintance and uh, introduces himself as Tal Welp. Nice to meet you, Tal. Pleasure. Nice. 
lean down and <laughs> shake his hand and all that. Uh, you, you see that he's he's uh, kind of got longer coats, uh, not not too dissimilar from from what Jean is wearing, um, but his his coats are um, are a dark brown uh, with with some. What well, looks like it might have been like a gold trim at one point, but uh, it looks like it has since uh, flaked off and is kind of faded. Um, and uh, he he kind of looks back at, at both of you. Um, it's it's an honor to meet you both. I've I've heard quite a bit about you, and uh, well, big fella, it's uh it's a noble cause to take on the uh, percussion section for. Uh, for this one, and he he uh, kind of gestures to to Jean. He uh he tends to to rush at times. You know you know towel. I have pretty good um stamina, so I don't mind like switching up the tempo a little bit. I, I I'm sorry. It it's towel. Uh, T A L towel. Yeah, towel. I lean over and I I, I inform Tal that he, he he struggles with names. Oh, oh, okay. Um, Even when he hears them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll work on that. So, Tal, you and John were on the same crew at sea? Amongst other things, yes. Um, we, uh, we happened to go pretty far back. Back where? Oh, load. Uh, sweet, sweet load. <laughs> <laughs> I explained that when I was younger than load, uh, Tall was the person who was teaching me to do the things that I can do now. Like everything? Like the bardic things? All the things. All the wow. things. And what what was your what was your purpose of voyage? Like were you a commercial crew? Like were you were you in the navy? Like what well, it's it's a little it? complicated. We originally got separated uh, when some pirates attacked our ship. Um, but I, uh, myself, was actually part of the... Uh, Tyler, you can correct me if I'm wrong here. It's the Portsford Military. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, I was part of the Portsford Military uh, as a Navy man um, on one of the boats. Uh, this was without Tall here. Fascinating. And our our paths have crossed, um, pardon the expression, but very much like uh, two ships in the night uh, several times. We, we've kind of been at the same places, but at different times missing each other by uh, sometimes mere days from, from the sound of it. Uh, it's it's uh, by sheer happenstance that uh, we, we crossed paths here in Ravenbell. Well, John speaks very highly of you. It's a wonderful, it's a... It's a tremendous thing to finally meet you. And, and you as well. Uh, anybody anybody else wanted to do any collaborative uh, things over the, the two-week period? Uh, Tyler, is this a good time to uh, show the guys um, the shop more toward? Um. Yeah, we can we can jump right into that. Um, and we, basically, uh, how I'm in, envisioning uh, this the the first parts of this this session to go. Each of you has learned quite a bit about different things. Uh, each of you, I, I've told kind of each of you 
that uh, you have a, a puzzle piece of sorts um, and how you share it, if you share it, is completely up to you. Um, and so over the next little little while, um, any any discussions that you have, uh, I, I'm my goal is to try and be as as quiet as I can over the the first part of this session, so that uh, you can share amongst yourselves. Um, but if you want to to go visit some shops, um, more toward for example, uh, we could definitely role play that out as well. I mean, I definitely John has a cool place to show you guys. Uh, if you guys are interested, he thinks that um, you guys might get a little something out of it. Um, at the very least, it's just kind of a unique place. Um, so he throws that idea out if you guys are interested. Yeah, I mean, that sounds good to me. Sure. Okay. I'm open to it. Okay, so I guess that's what we'll do. Uh, so you guys make your way through the city um, following both Tall and uh, John, and you make your way um, outside of this L-shaped building. Uh, it's it's fairly nondescript. There doesn't seem to be too too much uh, going on with it. Um, but as you do, let me as you you make your way there, you uh, you enter in and you find a number of peculiar animals. Um, some of them look to be natural. Some of them look to be uh, actually. Um, I'll have everybody make a perception check just to see. What you all see? Oh. <laughs> and uh, just just so I am properly uh, on the same page, everyone can see the oh. stuff now, correct? Uh oh. The, the what? The screen. You, you can see on the, the the screen. The shop is up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With the twenty-one perception, I can see beyond the screen. I can see. I can see everything. Tobar can too. Oh shit! Two nat twenties. What's up? We should have saved these rolls for later. Sorry, I thought we were going all out. We're going all out. We are seeing some shit. I mean, they are animals, so right up my alley. The two of you find this giant owl bear in the center of the room, and. You've never come across an owl bear before. Uh, you can only tell that it's an owl bear a because it's a giant bear with an owl's head, uh, but there's also a plaque on the, the front of it that uh, provides the description of owl bear. Uh, for John, you've already made your way in here. You're kind of familiar, so you're not looking around too much. Uh, Voir and Tovar being surrounded by so many peculiar sights and, and everything, it's a lot to take in, and you do your best to take in everything. Uh, there's everything from uh, taxidermy animals that uh, you recognize and you you know have occurred naturally, um, but there's also things that you know haven't occurred before. Um, animals with two heads on them and uh, things that look like a duck's head on a rat's body and uh, things that naturally shouldn't exist, uh, much less do exist. And as you're, you're looking around and seeing all these peculiar things, you see um, a few scattered magical-looking items, a um, few weapons. Um, and behind the, the counter, you see a... Um, let me 
pull up his, his sheet, you see a um, large dwarven figure. And he kind of leans out. Oh, so you're you're back, eh? And you uh you have some friends with you, I see. Uh I I, I walk up and give a, a happy greeting, um, and uh you know, start motioning with my hands about how excited I am to uh to be back and to see him. Um he's like, uh, what well you're a little rusty, but I, I get the get the picture. Uh it's it's good to see you. Um what uh brings you in today? Uh we just thought we'd take a look at uh some of your unique and uh fine wares. Okay. Um he, he kind of looks at, at each of you in the, the party and uh looks at uh Voir and uh walks up. You you strike me as a as a magic user. Um Am I am I right in that? I'm sure I do strike you that way. Um. Well, I have it's it's not much, but I have this this scroll case that, that I I think would be perfect for you. It's it's made of blackened ash. Um, as you can see, it's about ten or so inches in length, and um, there's all of these arcane archaic symbols. I I'm not one hundred percent sure what they're they're from uh but i received this um from a man who said he acquired it from trading with a tribesman in the frost helm expanse um it's it's very finely made and the the fact that a a item made of ash can withhold its shape is in its of itself uh quite fascinating uh i i would love if you would uh take a look at it and uh and see if it would be of interest to you. Yeah, Var Var takes it and uh, and inspects it. Uh, that that scroll case is just sixty five gold, and I, I think it would be very worth your while. Does it have any properties? Um, you you take actually make an investigation check. God, oh, more. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna be shit in combat. <laughs> that are, are uh, engraved in the the outside of this this case, and you do recognize uh, quite a few of them. They they are written in a lot of the the same runic language that uh, you've been taught at the university, um, and you see that the scroll case. Um, the, the ash is just the outer shell to a case, and uh, the actual case could be unlocked uh, and and opened. Alright, so I, I still ask the shopkeeper, does it have any properties? Uh, I, I, I'm sure the arcane symbols there, I, I think they mean something important. I'm not 100% sure. I... I just received the item not too long ago myself, um, and I, I think I, I think sixty-five gold is a fair price for it. You, you've certainly piqued my interest, but it's hard for me to part with sixty-five gold for oh. an item that may or may not have any use to me. I would I would maybe be willing to pay you forty-five gold. Uh, make a persuasion check. 
I think this is Rifier's strong suit. I think I could make a really bitchin' persuasion check. You remember uh, how the how last do you, one went? How do you help with this situation? No, I just, I'm just saying you remember the last I, time I knocked out a persuasion check? Just like knocked it out of the park. I, I will go up and I'll help Voir out a little bit and say, uh, or, you know, what? actually, I take it back. I'm going to go up and I'm going to help uh, uh, the shopkeeper out here. And I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to basically pull a Ron Swanson and say, oh, my God. Uh, Son, when I give you an endorsement kind of situation when he's talking about the snake juice, um, in the sense that, you know, if, if, you know, Lord says that this is a worthwhile item for you, it's a worthwhile item for you. Um, you're talking to, you're talking to Voir? I'm talking to Voir. I'm basically backing the shopkeeper here. I'm, 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 you know, basically saying, hey, I trust him. You should trust him too. Uh, I roll a 16 persuasion if you want that. <laughs> okay. Oh. Um, Three nat ones last time. War, how do you uh, how do you take that? I mean, Tom is caught off guard, so give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> I backed a different horse. Comes <laughs> uh, up and says, "Hey, I'll spy you. Well, it's okay." Uh, Var certainly he he flashes an annoyed glance at uh, at John, and assuming. <laughs> yeah, um, and turns back to the uh, shopkeeper. No offense is meant whatsoever with the quality or your honesty. No, I, um, I, I only mean to say, I only mean to say that you don't know what this item is. I don't know what this item is. Forty-five gold seemed like a reasonable price. How about we we meet closer to the middle? Uh, let's do fifty gold. I I think that's the the least I can can do. I I know you're a friend of Jean here. I I think that'll. I I can't go any lower than fifty. Because I like you, absolutely. I say, hold up! Don't sell yourself short. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I let the transaction go through. Yeah, we're gonna have a fireball dropped on your ass. Watch out! Start. You open the case. Uh, I, I wait on that. I don't want to open it up here. Okay. Um, go ahead and mark that down that you have a wooden scroll case. And uh, when you open it, just remind me and I will let you know. All right. Sounds good. That's, uh, that's a curse if ever I've heard of one. Yeah. <laughs> you bought an item. Do you want to open it? Um, he, he turns to, to load. You you strike me as the strong type. Am I, am I right? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty strong, and I, I try and flex my muscles, and I wanna, I wanna see how well I do this. Strength check. Okay, uh, make an intimidation check. No, I don't. I'm not trying to intimidate him. Uh, show off his guns. Yeah, just yeah. yeah it, it won't or necessarily athletics. come off as intimidation. You're, you're basically trying to, to bulk yourself up and look big and strong, which, it, yeah, I guess performance would work. Okay, yeah, I, d- I don't want to give the, imp- the impression that I'm threatening him or anything like that. I'll, I'll do performance. Yep. Woo! All right. Uh, you, you see this dwarf that, that is pretty confident and stocky. Kind of take a step back for a second. Oh, okay. Um, well, I, I have a couple things that might be of interest to you in particular. And um, I... Uh, Huh. And he, he kind of like looks around the shop, walks around, picks up a few items and, and brings them back over to the table and sets them out in front of you. Uh, I have this this mirror here uh, that 
That is incredibly interesting. Um, the man who sold me this uh, found the the owner naked in bed with this in his hand, and he was dead. Um, and <laughs> it the the mirror itself doesn't seem to give a reflection, but I, I found on an occasion it gives reflection everything except people. It is incredibly strange. I haven't figured it out. It's very interesting. Uh, I also have these talons uh, from a baby black dragon. Uh, they are incredibly uh, powerful and will, will definitely uh, give you everything you need in battle. Um, these were found in the wreckage of a ship uh, that uh, had sunk off the coast some time ago. Uh, and some somewhere in one of the foot lockers, there were these talons. Everything else was destroyed, but these talons uh, completely remain intact. Think on that for a minute. Um, and, and lastly, I have this shrunken head, and he pushes a small shrunken head uh, <laughs> across the table. Uh, it's it's ornate. It's, it's incredible. Uh, and you see the eyes have two large uh, stones in it. Um, and he goes on, runic symbols, I, I, it, almost like the, the, the case that your friend here has, has bought. Runic symbols are carved all over the place. And uh, while the hair's fallen out, it looks like somebody else put some new hair on. Different style choice than what I was looking for, but you do you. Um, and and somebody told me that this skull was found in a cave from a very distant land, uh, Songtan, across the, the Chandra Ocean. Um, and several skeletons were, were found in that cave, long decomposed. Again, this was the only thing that remained intact. Um, Again, think on that for a moment. And he kind of just kind of sits there looking at you expectantly um, and and continues to just kind of look you over. <laughs> Lode is thinking on it, but he has no idea what to make of those things. And he kind of, uh, you, you see Mord kind of look from, from side to side looking at the... the um, Expecting somebody to 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 check in um, and 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 ask uh, more about things. I I look to Jean kind of nervously. Do you need some help here, bud? I put my hand on his leg and uh, try to <laughs> help him out in deducing uh, what's the best option. Um, I don't know. I think the shrunken head's pretty cool and the talon's pretty cool. So. No wrong answer there. How how much like a frat bro would I look like with the talon? Are you asking more of this or yeah? Who are you asking? Generalized <laughs> um, question. I, I guess I, I guess I asked this to the group here, the chain breakers. Uh, are they? Are, is it like a melee weapon, or are they things that go on your hands or something? They're you... they're literally just talent, like essentially individual claws from uh, a baby black dragon. Could you attach them on your like chains or something that are you know over your body? I mean, do they look like they could be fashioned into a weapon? Uh, I. If you really try hard enough, every, anything can be fashioned into a weapon. <laughs> That's a Rod Swanson answer. <laughs> that is. <laughs> uh, how much for the talons? Um, 
based off of the rarity of them, uh, 150 gold. No, normally, I would say 300. You and your, your friend here, um, Jean, and, and your other friend who just uh, purchased this, this scroll case, uh, I, I've grown to like you folk, and uh, I, I'm willing to, to sell you it for, for what I got the talents for. 150 gold. Does War is War aware of any mystical abilities that might come from dragon talents? Uh, make a history check. Also, uh, also is Rifear aware of any? Uh, go and make a history check. Swiggity or Arcana. History or Arcana. I rolled history. I rolled it well. I'm not going to re-roll that for Arcana. <laughs> <laughs> you can take. Well, what if you roll better? <laughs> It's not in your favor. <laughs> it's definitely not in my favor. Also, the the God, other damn. foot is going to drop in a second, so <laughs> we'll be rolling once the rest of the night. <laughs> so the two of you, uh, you think on it, and you, you've heard stories of uh, talons, like dragon claws, being um, like incredibly sturdy. Some of the the most sturdy organic material possible. Um, and that themselves are are very dangerous active uh, weapons for, for a dragon to, to use um, because of their structural integrity. Uh, you don't necessarily know of any like, enchantments that they can imbue naturally, um, but that's not to say that these particular ones um, don't have any said enchantments. <laughs> you know what? I'll take them. Okay, I, that, that, I love to hear this. Um, and he uh, he kind of gathers the the talons, and, and uh, you you get five uh, talons um, from a, a baby black dragon. One for each finger. Dope. <laughs> and and you uh, gnome, and he he kind of turns to where he saw Tobar last. And uh, then sees that Tobar has kind of made his way uh, into another room. And he kind of like waddles over. Uh, excuse me, gnome friend? Um, I, I see you've wandered back to kind of the, the storeroom area. Um, while you're back here, and he kind of gestures to the thing on the, the table right in front of you. Um, you see a a large vial with a yellowish brackish liquid. Um, he he kind of points at it. This uh, strange elixir was, uh, I purchased it off of a stranger who came into town who uh, claimed a hail from the kingdom of Tevris, uh, which is far off to the, the east. Uh, he claimed it had the power to create visions in the mind of a drinker, giving them clarity and peace. Um, I have yet to try it out. It was kind of back here is kind of my my personal session. It was something I was planning on on trying. Um, but if you are interested, I can share. I can I can uh, I can uh, part ways with it. Oh, that sounds great. How much? Uh, this would only be seventy five gold. All right, seventy five gold. But you must try it with me. I okay done <laughs> okay um do you take it yeah okay roll a con save yes. uh, da, 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 da. oh you're oh like he's downing it right now oh i'm downing it 
damn, this guy should know that you never get high off your own supply. Oh, wow, look at that. <laughs> what happens to us, Tyler? Need the exact same amount. <laughs> we need perfect half. <laughs> like an alchemist over here. Okay. He does even uh, worse. <laughs> so you, you take it, and uh, it it's sharp and bitter to the taste. Um, but as it kind of sits in your mouth and, and kind of goes down, it slowly starts to get a little sweeter. And uh, for the next, like, five or ten minutes, you're just kind of... Nothing happens. I mean, it tasted good, but I don't know if I'd buy it again for 75 gold. And how? what's what's the guy looking like? What's the shop? Uh, bo- he... Both of both of you kind of look the same. Um, nothing seems to be happening. Do I have <laughs> any more in the vial? Or... Uh, yeah, the, the vial... Both vials are, are empty. He split the, the okay. collection he had into two, and both vials are now empty. Okay. Well, that was a waste. <laughs> and as, as you're kind of, like, hanging back and waiting for everyone else to finish, uh, you take another look around the room, and um, you're fairly certain that you saw one of the animals turn its head. Which animal? Uh, you see a uh, rat body with a duck head. Um, and before, uh, because you rolled such a high perception check, um, it, it was clearly like, it was as if somebody had taken a dismembered head from a duck and like glued it onto a rat. It was very clearly a, a fake animal. Um, but you could have swore you just saw it move. Can I go look at it and see if I can figure out how it moved? Yeah, uh, roll an uh, investigation check. Uh, where's the investigation? Where's the investigation? Nope, nope. All right. Uh, you walk over to it, and when you're about, uh, about 10 to 15 feet away, um, you see it rear up on its hind legs and hiss at you. Uh, its its mouth opens and dozens and rows of sharp teeth uh, kind of fang towards your your direction and uh, you you see it hiss loudly and uh, start to scurry off uh, out of the store and down the street. I immediately shoot it. Uh, roll an attack. <laughs> uh, equipment. Yes, I. Yeah, I'm 20. Nat 1. Jeez. Um, 11 with a nat 1? Yeah. Plus 10. Longbow. John, make a dexterity saving throw for me. Oh, no. (laughs) No. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. (laughs) Nice. You dive right out of the way as Tobar comes out of this room. Looking on the pale side, uh, and he draws his bow and fires it over in your direction. Um, and the, the arrow goes wide to the left, and you, you kind of dive out of the, the way to the right. Um, and the, the arrow gets stuck in the, the wall behind you, and Tobar looks like he's seen a ghost. What's wrong with you? Did, did I hit it? 
It what? The rat. Well, duck. No rat. Duck. Uh, the the rat with the duck head. Um, John, make a perception check. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know. Like in real life, how to even respond to that? Uh, Twenty, not net. Um, you you look and sure enough, there is a rat with a duck head behind you, but it's completely stationary. It's taxidermied, stuffed, and just sitting there. Uh, I pick it up and I'm like, it's pickupable. It's like, is it like? A yeah, it's okay. It's not that big. Okay, I pick it up and I was like this, and I you know walk a couple feet towards uh, Tobar. Uh, Tyler, <laughs> Tobar, uh, you are considered frightened of this creature. So as it moves closer, you are compelled to move backwards. I immediately run right back into that room, and if there's a door, that door is shutting. All right. Uh, so you go and hide in this this room, and as you do, you see Mord uh, underneath the table where this vial was uh, <laughs> was taken, and he is like has a blanket draped over himself, and is like clearly making himself look as small as possible. Um, so we're making a perception check. Okay. Uh... All right. Uh, you see at the corner of your eye a a large squid um, is, oh, is here, yep. uh, and it seems to float around the room. Uh, and as it as it kind of comes around in a, a circle and gets closest to you, it appears to notice you and starts to come after you. Um, can I beeline for the the bed where this guy is hiding? Uh, yeah, or make a uh, Okay. Uh, John's going to interject real fast and uh, just ask Voir uh, to put this uh, rat duck in his bag. Hey, hold on to this. This might be useful later. <laughs> 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 like, I'm confused by it, but I want it. <laughs> yeah, so um, none, of us, none of us saw Tobar drink this drink. stuff we don't, yeah. we don't no, know no no yeah i just know that he reacted. i would say that the the door uh that this right here is a door you can see into this area and the the potion was taken right there i would say that you saw him take a potion um but you're still not quite sure what is going on okay i guess i'll approach and uh say hey hey buddy <laughs> you okay <laughs> uh as you poke your head uh into the door to, to check on tobar uh, you see that he is laying face down on the, the ground, uh, <laughs> attempting to swim through the wood. Uh, and for the next four hours, uh, Tobar trips balls and imagines that everything is attempting. Wow. Oh, Lord. That's amazing. That was worth 75 gold. <laughs> <laughs> I say, I say, wow, this is hard to look at. And I cast a silent image of a box just on top of him so I can't see him. Because <laughs> he's small. <laughs> uh, Tobar, make an intelligence check. Am I in a box? I don't know. Intelligence. You are pretty convinced you're in a box in the air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're you're safe scared here. that if you, if you touch the box, uh, the the squid outside will hear you and kill you. Uh, and so you sit <laughs> in this box. For four hours. 
That's such a terrible way to spend four hours. (laughs) I guess the duration of this box is only ten minutes, so Mike, do you just keep casting it? (laughs) Uh, No, I'll just cast it, because it does take a spell slot. I'll only cast it in one time. Oh, I can do this as Minor Illusion, can't I? Yeah. Oh, I just do that, then. And then, yeah, I'll just keep it sustained. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. That's fucking hilarious. Um, So, the the four hours eventually pass. You guys... uh, Togar finally comes to his senses and, and kind of sits up, and you you clearly see that there's a illusory uh, box around you. More so kind of comes out from underneath his bed. Uh, four and, hours. In, are are we just chilling in the shop for four hours? You're like, uh, you guys you. are throwing the rat at me. Yeah, I imagine we pick this place clean, and when they wake up, we just like, oh my god, bandits came in and they tied us up and they put us in the corner. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm gonna ask John like. John, who the hell is this guy, and why are we here? I don't know, man. He seemed cool, but now I'm not so sure. He's getting like a young kid, like <laughs> drunk or high. I don't know. He seemed way cooler before. Seen this before. They call it Gorilla Biscuits. <laughs> well, uh, I think we would figure out the Gorilla Biscuits last about four hours, and then we would leave and come back. I don't know. Uh, make a say, make an Arcana check. Arcana or maybe medicine? Uh, medicine works. Uh, I, I guess either. Nope. <laughs> uh, anybody else since the, the four of you are balls or I, I cast sleep on him. Okay. Oh, that's that's smart. That works. He's going to have some wicked dreams, though. And like. I would say um, because... Tobar is essentially a willing creature. Um, the the point total is, uh, or the the hit point total is unnecessary at this point. Okay, sounds good. So Tobar falls asleep um, and is is basically knocked out for the 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 time duration. Cool. All right, now fireball. <laughs> no. I use this guy's kit and give uh, Tobar a giant beard. Okay. <laughs> Better than what you could have been doing. And I draw a dick on this. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so, the beard. Bar, have you. Uh, uh, have they given you any, like, special re grantings of anything? Have they. Are you officially a student of the old academy again, or what? Not a student. Um, since I've been uh, gone, I've reached a power that most students don't have. I'm more of a um, visitor, but I have. Yeah, maybe that's that's. Yeah, I'm an alum. Yeah, so I have the ability to visit and stay here when I need to, but. Uh, but no, I, I'm not a student. But I am welcome. Are are we visiting? Yeah, you're you're visitors, both due so to your. So we're also alum. You are not alum, but you are visitors. I what? am a load. You are a visitor, and a load, and alum. You can be both. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, and I put my hand on his leg, like you can be whatever you want to be, buddy. <laughs> I beam. Uh, <laughs> how? Uh, what did they like? I don't know. You mind my manners, but 
all the people here except you and Skolthier, I guess, seem like assholes. And what they what did they not like you for? Why did they kick you out in the first place? I just think I don't like these people. Uh, they expelled me. Uh, for their for their reasons. Well, I'm on your side, so thank you. Don't, don't worry what that like. reason is. <laughs> Um, yeah, one of the things that John's going to ask is, you know, while Toybar is tripping balls or sleeping it off or whatever the hell he's doing, um, I'm going to say, you know, what did you guys, I, I know you guys were in the library a lot, um, uh, Rifeir mentioned it, did you guys learn anything um, that can help us about the Blood Moon or the Mages or anything like that? Uh, yeah, and Tyler, I, I'm... I need to send it over real quick. Okay, yeah, because Var is, is completely comfortable sharing everything that he's learned uh, in his studies. Cool. And Rife here is also so, sharing yeah. everything about the mages that he's found. And uh, John wants to share some things, but other things keep private, so. Okay. Um, let me give Var his, his info, and you can, uh, you can share in the style that you would like. Okay. Uh, T Dog, while you're doing that, would you like Jonko first? Would that help? Uh, sure. Okay. Um, so I say uh, that one of the things that uh, I found out um, while we were on our, our short break, I, I got to spend some time with um, uh, my mentor, Tal, but he's, he's older and he, and he knows quite a bit um, about the world and about how things are shaping up and how history is uh, you know, cyclical. Um, and it seems like the times of Diabolus uh, are coming back. Um, we know that. Um, but uh, I learned a little bit about how they stopped Diabolus. Um, they stopped him uh, by activating these Leviathans um, that are at certain points uh, throughout all of Ursalonia. Um, and uh, uh, basically, um, we believe there's one here in Ravenbell. Um, and I think there's five total. Is that correct, Tyler? Um, four total? You, uh, there were four used, but uh, there could be more. Got it. So there were four used uh, in order to seal Diablos away last time. Um, uh, one of the Leviathans are believed to be here in Ravenbell. Um, we have even an idea of kind of where it could be, uh, only because there's energy coming from beneath the market. Um, and so that kind of tipped us off a little bit that there could be something there, but nobody knows how to get down there or anything like that. But, uh, that was basically what I've got am for I you. Am I still asleep or am I awake? Um, we'll, we'll say that Tobar is awake and you guys are kind of made to... I could um, use lesser restoration on them if you want. <laughs> yeah. Just in this. I'll, I'll say that I do that. That happened. Um, okay. and you guys make your way back to the university. Um. With hearing this, I go, wait, so there's something underneath the city? Uh, to be clear, I didn't use it on uh, Mord. 
Yeah, okay. Okay. (laughs) Wait, we could. Did we rob him? No, no, I was kidding. Oh, all right. I'm not opposed. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, let's talk about this. (laughs) Yeah, like, 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 guys, come on. I'll just put that. Right Right here's like, I didn't get anything. (laughs) Right right here's bar. Right here's just talking to himself like, oh, and you look like a stealthy man. All this gold will do you some great. And then just like fucking puts it all in a bag. Uh, Right here, if you would like to take something, roll a uh, sleight of hand check. While this dude's tripping? Sure. Yep. I'm going to like gesture to war and be like, we doing this or what? I put the box over more. <laughs> oh, nice. Minor illusion. All right. Um, you find kind of one item that looks more elegant than the, the rest. Uh, it, actually with that, you roll, you find two items. Um, you get the the mirror that um, that he had um, showed to load uh, that doesn't give reflection, um, but occasionally reflects everything except for people. Uh, and you get um, a very ornate uh, fine porcelain. Um, it, it looks kind of like a, a large dish. Um, trimmed with gold leaf. Uh, there's decorations of people dancing around the sides, um, singing and lifting their hands up to the heavens. Um, and uh, you, you you get both of those items. That's what me and Vor get? Or um, just, right? just you. Sweet. Yeah, Vor's not stealing anything. Just, just you. He's um, a good child now. And... Roll a intelligence check, and then roll an insight check. Intelligence. Damn. All right. Damn. Very nice. Dude, we are about to be wrecked in combat. Yeah, you guys are just blowing it right now. Guys, are rolling 11. Holy Stop! <laughs> <laughs> So, okay. if I, so if Ryfear gets the idea that he's getting cursed by taking these things, he's not going to take them. Just like up front, okay. like just telling you about yeah, what I'll, he's thinking. I'll let you know. All right, sweet. Um, <laughs> <Man> cursed. <laughs> so you you pick up the the porcelain um, pan, and you you look it over, and the shape seems fairly familiar. Um, you realize that you are holding a very finely made porcelain bedpan. Um, and with that insight check uh, you kind of spend a second at both items and you can kind of get the the sense of what each um, each item does Um, the mirror is a mirror of true seeing Um, so once a day the user can hold the mirror up and concentrate on it for an action uh, or for um, basically a minute outside of combat, uh, and it will reveal any hidden visible creatures for one minute. Hmm. Also, it'll this mirror allows vampires to see their own unreflected. Crazy. The bedpan. Um, You're pooping. Yeah. 
the bedpan uh, is a bedpan of augury. Uh, once a day in the morning, uh, <laughs> while using the bedpan, you can concentrate on it, and it will cast the spell augury, which will um, essentially be a bit of fortune telling. I can give you um, <laughs> uh, omens from another worldly entity. It can you only can tell you when you're boost. gonna shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It'll be about the results of a specific course of action that you plan to take within the next 30 minutes. What in the hell? All right. What a whip. But you have to piss in it to activate it. That's so fascinating. Some sort All of. Right. Yes, those are the, the two items that you get. He just oh. tells you how hydrated you are. <laughs> Drink more water. <laughs> I don't need the judgment that this bedpan is giving me, guys. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Okay. Uh, okay. So what? So we're all just like, are we? We all we're all starting this conversation about what we read. I assume not yeah. out in open, but like back at the university. Yeah, I'd say you're you're back at your your dorm. Cool. Um, picking up, I, I, I say, wait, um, so you said this is under, underground? For the, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. the tombs. Energy. Yeah. Uh, no, we just know that there's energy from beneath the market. We don't know how um, to get there. We... Yeah, give me one second. Let me pull up notepad real quick. Um, I'm going to pull out... Uh, Dude, keep it in your pants. Tyler, help me on this one. What was the mineral that I collected? Uh, you picked up some Helidonite. Yeah, so I want to pull out the Helidonite, which, if I remember, it's uh, it glows blue, correct? Yep. And uh, I'm gonna pull it out and go. Well, I mean, I found this in the in in the sewers. Would this uh, help? So you you see in Tobar's hand a a small uh, sample of a blue mineral that in the light is glowing vibrant. Um, it, it looks like he almost pulled out an orb of just pure light with the amount of light that's being reflected off of this. Uh, wow. Uh, that's really cool. Um, I have one of those and I show him my sword. <laughs> uh, see, that only means there's orcs nearby. That doesn't count. <laughs> You, you see, uh, you, you see Jean pull out his sword, and um, he kind of concentrates for a second, and his sword glows uh, with the same bright blue uh, hue that uh, you see Tobar carrying, and it's it's blindingly bright. Like you, <laughs> a few seconds, and you can't see because of how bright this sword is. Hey, put it away. Orcs are near. We get it. <laughs> Uh, do I remember anything that has not been mentioned so far, other than the thing's name? Um, right. Just trying to find my notepad, but I couldn't find it. You not particular, not relevant to this conversation, but um, kind of things for um, post Raven Bell things, and I can send you some notes on that. Uh, cool. I, cool. Cool. Uh, Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I remember, like, in the interim. Um, I've done some reading, and I think I found the creature's name that you speak of. Uh, it's, what was it's the name? Isedra, if I'm yeah. remembering that correctly. 
Acedra. Yeah. Can I do a history check? Do I know that name? Um, you can roll a history check. You bet I can't. Not, or uh, Voir. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Voir. <laughs> I say, ooh, ooh, that's on the tip of my tongue. Voir would know, and I call Voir over to do a history check. <laughs> uh, did Voir discover this in his research, Tyler? It's not, it's not on what you sent me, but maybe. Uh, Vor did not. Okay, then I'll roll a history check. Better. Um, you you have heard and you saw in your research that the Leviathans had names, uh, but it didn't specify the names of any of them. From what you read, so this is new information to you. Hey, excellent. The only thing I was able, I think that's the only thing that's really striking about the information that I heard that, that other than that they, uh, and I was spent the time doing a lot of reading and from what I could find, um, I mean, Leviathan kind of implies these things are alive. Seems like it's sleeping in some way. Like it, like it's just dormant right now. Um, so this is an actual like thing. From what I, I mean, yeah, a, like, a, a leviathan is a thing. Yeah, it yeah. usually lives out in the sea. Like I feel that. Um, was just thinking that maybe it was just like another name for a machine because they were talking about activating it in order to trap Diablos. So it's weird that we would activate a living thing. From what I was reading, out. when when uh, I mean, from what I was reading, I don't think I ever heard the term activate. I always heard wake up. Oh. Regardless of if they're sleeping or yeah. if they are machines, there was once a time when they were summoned to banish Diabolus to the uh, was it the certain plane? What a the demi plane of dread. Sounds fun. So the five mages being free, they were his servants, and I think we should be aware that it is very likely that they will try to reverse and or use the Leviathans, if possible, to bring him back. So Quite the Leviathans possible. are good or bad? I'm confused. Should we be waking them up or should we not be waking them up? We should be aware of their existence and we should guard <laughs> and we should guard them. And we should be ready to wake them should we need to summon them to once again banish Diablos if the five mages have a way of summoning him. Huh. Okay. And and what did we figure out about the mages? Aside from the fact that they're just followers of Diablos, do we know names, powers? I don't know names. I, I know a particular lack of names and that there was I know there was one organization that seem to do battle with this group, but I can't find... I know from what I've read that I'm pretty sure it's the same group throughout history, but I can't find a name. Um, I think I might know the name of the group. Huh. Chainbreakers. It is the Chainbreakers. Definitely not the Chainbreakers. <laughs> Chainbreakers! The U.S. Army. Um, yeah, I, I, I had a very noted lack of an ability to recall names. I was looking specifically for them once I found uh, 
certain actions that began to line up, but no one ever named them. Uh, Tyler, can you remind me uh, what the order is called? Or the... Uh, the Order of the Seraph. Thank you. The Order of the Seraph. Order of the Seraph. Bell for yeah. anybody? Don't, don't think so, um... no. I like to load. This is Lowe's eyes just start glowing. It's like, oh. <laughs> he <laughs> actually oh, ate the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he ate the crystal. <laughs> no, Lowe's. <laughs> I forget, Tyler. Am I familiar with this at all? Um, I don't believe so. I think your piece of the puzzle was of uh, similar to Rife here, where it was more of what happens after Raven Bell. Okay. I mean, correctly. What what was the name of the group again? The Order of the Seraph. Do you guys want to take an adventure? To where? Where, yeah. Into the sewers. To what end? Well, I found a door and it said speak my name or something like that. I'm I'm not really good with glyphs, but I mean Fuck. I tried millions of names and uh, Tom and uh Load and everyone else didn't work. I mean Steven Tobar didn't work and I was surprised at that one, but oh well. Really? So we can try that name. The name Seraph? No, the name, uh, whatever the name of the yeah. Leviathan is. Oh, okay. Or yeah, we can try that too. I don't know what the Leviathan's name is. Uh, I can't remember it, but you guys said it. I dropped it into uh, the Discord. Cedra. Cedra. Yeah. I mean, we can try that one. Cedra or Seraph. I mean, one of the two's got to open this door, right? I mean, it's kind of a small. <laughs> what do you mean? It's gotta open this it's door. Gotta open this door, guys. Where else could this door go? Um, <laughs> oh yeah, the password definitely has to be one of these. It might only be that myself and John can make it, though. Oh, I don't want to go no more. I mean, uh, Tyler, do you think anyone else could? Um, I, I think with the route that I took. I think with the route that you took, um, there's a possibility if you guys move some things. If we bring, uh, <laughs> if we bring load, <laughs> just break shit. You, yeah. you do have a load with you. That's true. I mean, if you guys want to break some stuff, we can get more people through. But well, maybe we can bring some excavation tools. Well, we can bring some excavation tools. Obviously, and... load. I'm gonna punch him on the shoulder and be like, "Yeah, <laughs> get all amped up." You take one bludgeoning damage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my, my fist hurts. Load regains a point of health. <laughs> <laughs> load is unhealthily pumped. He's, he's like, oh, unusually buff load. <laughs> you really uh, got that knot out. Thanks, man. <laughs> Give load two sledgehammers and he just goes at it like fucking dual fist, just a goddamn machine. <laughs> um, I mean, this sounds like it's worth checking out uh, to me. Or are you in? Yeah, I'm, I'm in. Um, but we should be aware that it's a there's a chance that one of the two names that we literally just learned doesn't actually open this door, but maybe it will. Also, on the other side of that, there's a chance that it does open the door, and then we'll be in for a fight, maybe. I mean, what do I we mean, do if the door opens? Do we go in? Why would the door open? Yeah. 
Is this something we want to undertake? Yeah, what what's our game? Are we trying to get yeah, to life, Leviathan? I that's a good question. I don't know actually. That's right. This is the first I've we, heard of this. I mean, do I don't we, want to do start something that's so over our head. Do we just need to go down there to confirm there's a Leviathan down there? Let Rifear sneak in. We'll open the door. Let Rifear sneak in. Confirm there's a Leviathan, and then GTFO out. Shut the door. Don't say anything about the name. Yeah, that sounds How good do we to me. Seal it though. I mean, there wasn't really a doorknob or anything. It just said speak the name. We'll just say it backwards. Yeah, that's how it works. To speak. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds great to me. <laughs> Truly a magician. Uh, I put my hand in and I say, it's been a while. Uh, I look up at Load and right here. Vlar's curiosity is definitely peaked. He puts his hand in as well. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm in. Smokey puts his snout in. On three. <laughs> One, two, three. Three. three we're chain breakers. Oh, I was trying not to say that out loud, but yeah, all right. Chain, chain breakers. breakers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vlar's still on team. We should change this name, but yeah. no. <laughs> For the interim, <laughs> we could change it to the Change Breakers. <laughs> we come sure. up and rob people. We're like, break yourself, fool, and then we take all their change. We did rob a dude earlier today. <laughs> we did. Ah, uh, Mord won't take it personally. Yes, he will. Really? <laughs> Don't know him, actually. <laughs> Seems like he should take that personally. <laughs> well, he probably shouldn't have drugged one of our companions, and then... And also uh, himself. And also himself, so he brought that on himself. I can explain it later. It'll be fine. Cool, cool, cool. Alright, well, let's uh, let's take a long rest so I can recover my one spell I used. That's pretty much what I'm going to do, too. Okay, so you guys uh, spend the, one more night in this, this dorm. And uh, head out uh, kind of first thing in the morning. Um, hey, Tyler, before we go out, I wanted to know, because I put my armor and then the one thing that I was buying, did I get both of those things yet or not yet? Yeah, I, I would say that um, any of the purchases that you made, any okay. customers that you've crafted, you have all picked up. And then what happened to my armor, BT Dubs? Um, I will follow up with you on that separate. Okay, no worries. Oh, before we head out, Tyler, uh, Var does give the scroll case to one of his apprentices okay. and asks the apprentice to open it while Var stands about 15 feet back. Okay. Uh, the apprentice opens the case and uh, a bit of ash kind of breaks off the, the edges and falls to the ground uh, lazily. And uh, the case, um, the, the shell is very visible now. It's It's almost just a thin layer of ash around a solid uh, cedar case on the inside. And inside that, that case is a scroll. Uh, the apprentice pulls out the scroll and uh, kind of nervously looks at you, looks down at the scroll. Should I open it? No, I'll open it. Move aside. So I'm Var goes over. And un and unrolls the scroll. Okay, uh, you you unroll the scroll and um, roll a wisdom saving throw. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Uh, you <laughs> you, uh, you find that you have one scroll of the spell illusory terrain. Illusory train? Terrain. Oh, terrain. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's the loose <laughs> I was like, we got, we steampunk it up in here. All right. 
At any point, you're able to summon Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> <laughs> it was a ghost train, dude. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. <laughs> Gonna yeah, run an illusory uh, it, train. It was also, a, a scroll case with the spell scroll illusory train. Cool. All right. Uh, one of the things right. that John would like to do is I'd like to go out and uh, maybe get a set of um, like smithing tools or like. Um, Something to shape the stone so that we can get to the door if needed. Okay. Um, one second here. Let me no hop over. Uh, you make your way back to the place where you uh, purchased your um, your new clothes. Yeah. And you you go in and find the everything you need is actually in this nice general store. Uh, you find some shovels, you find um, some smithing tools, and um, a, a couple lanterns. Uh, basically everything you need for an excavation mission. Uh, and you see the, the tall half-work woman um, kind of lean in. Uh, you're back again, huh? I'm back! I tap dance a little. I, uh... See you're uh, enjoying that that new coat. How does it look? And I straighten it out just a little bit. I did a damn good job is how it looks. Hell yes, you did. I give a high five. She just kind of looks at the the hand that you have up and then looks down at the the stuff that you've brought to the the table and kind of starts pricing out everything you brought up. Uh, She says, for the the lantern, for... um, miner's pick, some shovels. Um, it'll all be 20 old. Okay. Um, and are there any healing potions in here that I can snag real fast? Or? Uh, she has a couple basic healing potions uh, for 50 gold. Each. She has... Okay. Yeah, I'll purchase both of those. That's 120 gold. Cool. Um, yeah, she, uh, she, she hands you everything, and uh, you make your way back to uh, the rest of the party and uh, the the group uh, makes your way out to um, to follow Tobar. Woo! We're doing this. Going to the town center. Uh, and and just real quick, who doesn't have a healing potion on them? Uh, I do not. I do not. Okay, I give one to Tobar and I give one to um, Rifier. I don't think I do either. And I give one to Load. So I hand three out. Much appreciated. Yes, okay, um, I might as well just say uh, in in here, and I'll just edit it out. Everyone okay with going for just a little while longer? <laughs> cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys make your way through to the market, and uh, following Tobar's lead, um, it's a fairly busy day. Uh, you see uh, quite a few uh, merchants selling things in the town square. Um, you see different uh, like pop-up shops um, around a large central fountain and um, kind of several smaller fountains off to the side that, that kind of line this large courtyard uh, that, that is the Ravenbell town square. Uh, can I have everyone roll a perception check? Perception check. Jesus. Better. <laughs> Me neither, Steve. Fucking war. 
All right, Voir and Tobar, uh, as you make your way through the market, you get the feeling that you're being watched. Uh, you see kind of across the, the market way a uh, very disheveled-looking elven individual that um, kind of feel like you've seen on several streets back not the first time today that you've seen them kind of out of your periphery. He seems to be watching you and kind of has some parchment in his hand uh, and seems to be maybe uh, writing something down or... I would like to cast message to John and let him... Okay. Um, I do the halfling stealth thing and use creatures that are larger than me to uh, basically hide. Um, And I get behind uh, the people who are following us um, and get their attention. I tap on their shoulder and I say, hi, are you looking to buy some alfin grapes? And I open up uh, the side of my jacket and I have uh, a bunch of alfin grapes um, sitting in there. I say, I say they're mature and uh, they taste real great. Uh, you can make some, some excellent wines with them. And I just start going into a whole sales pitch about these grapes. As soon as you tap him on the shoulder, uh, he, he like jumps out of his skin. He's terrified. And he starts to run and in his startled uh, state, he drops several pieces of the parchment that he had in his hand uh, and starts to, to run off um, kind of up up north out of the, the market. Uh, I try to pick up those parchment pieces. I try okay. to chase after him. Nice. Okay. I say, load, get him! <laughs> and I pick up the parchment pieces while load runs. Okay. Um, load, make a athletics check. Uh, and I throw a bardic inspiration on him uh, while he's uh, beaten feet. Okay. You manage to catch up to, to this individual fairly easily. Um, it doesn't seem like they are um, that athletic. Um, they, they don't seem, this doesn't seem to be their um, method of interaction. Uh, and as you, you start to catch up, the individual trips and falls and uh, the rest of the, the papers and everything that he was carrying uh, scatters on the ground in, in front of him uh, out and, and sprawled. And you catch up to him, and uh, you all stand around. Um, Jean, do you take a look at the parchment that you picked up? Mm-hmm. I start kind of piecing it together, see what I got. So you remember back from your brief visit to the Feywild that... Um, somebody had kind of followed you and was watching you and drew uh, cartoonish uh, caricatures of of each of you. Um, And you see, in a similar vein to that, you see intricate charcoal drawings that resemble each one of you, Uh, except unlike the previous time that you've encountered this uh, sort of situation, these are all very grounded in reality. These are are not caricatures. They're they're events that have happened, but some of these appear to be things that you don't remember happening. Um, One of them is uh, a drawing of a very tall figure that that looks a lot like Lode, raising his axe above his head to uh, cleave down on a large 12-legged creature that looks like a wingless dragon. Um, 
One appears to be the the entire party in conversation uh, in a very elegant chamber room with an in, incredibly intricately dressed man uh, like that of royalty. Um, and you, you kind of look through these these uh, charcoal drawings, and all of them are either events that you recognize, um, like uh, the the group of you entering Cheston Oak Rock where you initially saw the the mages locked up, um, or you um, walking out of the um, Temple of the Raven Queen in Veritas, uh, where you saw Tirith uh, for the first time. Um, you've you've kind of see events that have happened uh, previously, but also, like I said, events that you don't recognize. The uh, the individual sits up, uh, out of breath, uh, kind of nursing a scuffed arm as he kind of sli- uh, as they kind of slid a bit on the the ground, um, um, and he, he they kind of look up and and look around, uh, terrified of of uh, the five of you. I bend down and I say, "Hey, hey, it's it's totally fine." Uh, and I do a quick medicine check. I rolled a seven, didn't do too great. Uh, and I, I try to fix his arm up or leg up or whatever kind of got scuffed up a little bit to, to make it feel better. I said, uh, why'd you run from us? They, uh, they kind of pull their, their arm back as uh, your, your attempt to help kind of stings. And they, they kind of like shudder for a second. And uh, they, uh, they very nervously introduce themselves. Oh. I, I, I didn't mean for for me to get in the way. I, I don't know this how this this changes anything. I oh I screwed up. I'm so. Uh, 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 my name's Drain. Um, uh, Drain. Um. I I I I I I'm sorry. I I can explain everything. Uh, it we're 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 not too far from my my home. Uh, can, can I? Can I at least make it up to you and, and make you some, some tea? I, I, I promise. I, 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 I didn't mean to, to startle you. I'm, I'm, We're not startled at all. <laughs> it, you, you see this, this elven individual just rocking back and forth, just terrified um, of, of being found out. Uh, I am going to... Oh, I don't have calm emotion right now. Motherfucker. I'm going to cast nothing. I, I don't have a whole heck of a lot I can do right now. I was Tyler, have we, have we all seen these pictures now of all of our adventures and non-adventures? Uh, I would say so, yeah. Right, Vlar is certainly startled, if Jean isn't. <laughs> I don't think Lode really puts two and two together. I don't think John does either. Will will you? Sorry, my mic was muted. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely about what's going on. Uh, Var Var tries to flip through the images to see if there's any in that town that he kind of blew up. Uh, there are, but not of nothing that implicates Var. Okay. Uh, what about of uh, John uh, holding a family at knife point? Is there that in there? Uh, there's like 17 in there. No, uh, uh, I frame like, each one. There's none there. Uh, there's none there. You don't see anything that incriminates you. It's just things that 
are you were sure there was no one else around. Okay. Well, I think the thing that I would want to do is just try to calm the guy down and say, come on, let's go back to your place like you suggested, and uh, we can have a cup of tea, and we can all catch up, and uh, you can tell us what's going on here. And I roll a 23 for persuasion to try to calm him down. Okay. Uh, they, uh, they start to calm down quite a bit, um, and you, you see... Uh, you, you kind of take in their appearance a bit better. Uh, they have bright, piercing blue eyes uh, and kind of shoulder-length brown hair, uh, part of it up in a top knot. Um, and they they kind of stand up a, a little bit and still shakily uh, make their way back to... Um, down the, the street and to a... A tent that you haven't really noticed before at the end of a street. Uh, it seems to be up on a wooden platform, and it looks like it's it's at the end of a row of, of buildings. Um, it kind of looks out of place compared to the architecture around it, but at the same time, it looks like it's been there for forever. Um, it, it seems like things are strange about this tent. Uh, he or they. Um, they they walk up to the tent. I I I understand how this this must look. I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll I just want to make you uh, just just explain. Um, and he, they kind of look around at uh, every, I I need to to explain before before too many other things that, that go wrong. I think things have already and you see they've worked themselves back up into a. Um, essentially another panic attack. Um, okay, someone else has got to be up. <laughs> I tried. Um, I, I put a hand on his shoulder in like the least threatening way possible and say, hey, Drake, it's okay. You just got to take a breath. Take two breaths. Don't forget to keep taking more breaths. If you forget to breathe, then you'll pass out and nobody wins. Trust me, I know. That load, I, I, thank you. Um, I, How do you know my name? He squeezes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will explain. I, John, for right here, Tobar, load, please, please just, I, I can explain. Tobar. That's me. I'm gonna give a quick look to uh, War and see if he's as see if he's as weirded out as I am. Oh, Var Var's got a lot of questions, and he's certainly not gonna let this guy out of his sight until those questions are answered. All right. Uh, like so you plan. follow him, follow them into the the tent. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Mm. Okay. Uh, as you walk into this tent, it's fairly large. Uh, in it's it's not like a, a standard like triangular shaped tent. It's it's more like a, a permanent fixture, like uh, almost almost like a yurt essentially. Um, and you you walk into the the room and there's a strong smell of parchment and charcoal and um, ash and sweat and kind of stale bread. Um, and as you, you look around, you see uh, 
uh, hundreds, if not thousands of sheets of parchment line the walls, um, depicting various scenes from uh, each of your pasts and uh, scenes that you don't recognize and scenes that, that look almost like how you recognize, but something looks slightly off in some of them. Uh, you, you see hundreds of these sheets and several of them have, have like a, a red line through them. Um, and some of them are, are crumpled up and on the ground. Uh, and you look and you see on, on Drame's hands, um, their, their hands are nearly black with all the charcoal dust uh, from, from all of the drawings that are around this room. Uh, and they, they, uh, they kind of go uh, set a kettle over the, the fire in the, uh, in, in the fire pit and uh, kind of bring out a, a couple cups um, and, and have all of those set aside uh, waiting for the, the water to be ready. Um, they, they turn and, and, and I, I know how this must look. I, I'm, I should have stayed more hidden. I, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I just wanted you to save the world. I, I, you, uh, I know you guys, you all can, can, can do this. I, uh, you guys, you all are there at the end of the world. And I, I, I've seen it. It, I, I know how it is supposed to happen. And I, 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 I just okay, hope I one. take a, take a breath. You did it. Tell us more. I I can see the the, the future, and, and not not just the the future. I I can see all futures and and and, and all pasts. I I I I know how this must sound. Vor, uh, have you ever thrown a rock into a still lake? Sure. And you, you know the ripples that, that come from that, that. Yes. I, I, can, I can see that fate is like the ripples coming off of that rock. I can see spots in the lake that the ripple touches, but I don't know what comes before or after that ripple. I, I don't know how, how events connect to each other, but I can see events from the future. I know, but not all of them are connected. I, I know that if, if you guys... Uh, if you if you guys stop the Abelus, there's there's more, but but if, if you don't, the, the the end of the world might come, and if there if that comes, then 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 you guys won't be there in, in time for. And as he's doing this, as as they're doing this, they um they start pacing and they pick up more parchment and blank like without looking at it, start sketching more uh charcoal uh drawing. And as they they kind of pace the room back and forth and become more and more agitated. Um, they they stop every uh, minute or so and take a look around and see a drawing on the wall and rip it down from the wall, crumple it, and and throw it aside. No, 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 that one, that one's not going to happen anymore. Things have changed. Um, I I I know all of the things that you will do. I don't know the order and I don't know what causes them, but I know what might happen. You can only see our futures. I, I, I don't, I don't get it. I, That's a yes or no question. It, it seems that way. I, I, I've, 
I was attacked. I, I, I once. Uh, he, they, they kind of like curl up into a ball mid sentence, and and sit on the ground, and just kind of rock back and forth. Uh, Rifier is going to approach, and I'm going to put both my hands on his shoulders. It's okay. You said you saw us after the end of the world. That yes. means that means that if I'm getting this right, one of your visions is us not dying. So that not happening, the end of the world not happening, and you want to know how to get to that one, right? That I, I ideally I I don't want the world to end. Do you want the world to end? I no, I certainly don't. No. I, that's that's good. We want the same thing, but we don't know how it's possible that you can see these things. Uh, roll a persuasion check for me. <laughs> sure. Uh, that that doesn't work. You actually have to roll the dice. <laughs> Damn it! Why? All right, persuasion. Oh, no, my, my uh. My charisma's minus one. And I rolled a two. Uh, hold on. Uh, I'm going to use a luck point and go with that 13. All right. That that actually will work. Um, Drain kind of sits up and calms back down for uh, the, the tea, uh, or the, the water for the tea. The kettle starts to, to boil, uh, and they go over and pour... Um, water into to each of the five uh, teacups that have been set out. And they, they take a deep breath. John, I was like you once. I was a bard. I, uh, I played here in, in Ravenbell, doing whatever I could to, to make a few extra coins. Uh, I, I played a show several years ago at uh, a small inn known as the, the Bumbling Ogre. Um, I, I, they they start hitting themselves on the side of the head. I, I was a different person back then. That wasn't me. That was somebody else. That was, that was Adaroth. I'm I'm no longer Adaroth. I'm I'm drained now. I, that doesn't make sense. I, on my my way home from playing that show, I, I was attacked by a band of thieves. They, they stole everything from Adaroth. They they knocked me unconscious and and I. I almost died i i made pleas to any of the gods i can think of and only one seemed to respond uh the the goddess ayun came to me with a vision uh, I, I i saw her place her hands on the side of my head and i i began to to feel things i, I began to to heal um she she healed me and next thing i knew i woke up inside the bumbling ogre and i i was okay i had some broken ribs and a major headache but i was mostly okay but my mind was racing first it was just things for the next few minutes ahead of me um I could see the barmaid downstairs was going to open my door in four minutes and offer a wet cloth to to help reduce the swelling and then it all shifted. I, I no longer could see the events around me. It just focused on five adventurers inside a cave with a bubbling red cauldron, with five pillars and and chained individuals up on there. 
and I, I thought it was just a weird coincidence or a strange dream, something that that was a side effect of, of the attack, but I, they continued. I saw these visions over and over again, so I began to draw what I saw. And, and the more I drew, the more these visions would come. As I drew them, I would be bombarded with, <laughs> with events, both past and, and present and future. The, the coronation of the Emperor, Valen Irius, the, the fall of Revantis, the, the, the rise of the Dark Prince, the destruction of Barcelona, <laughs> the final end of the world. And, but as I drew, they started to, to conflict. I, I saw multiple versions of the same event. They, they, they seemed to, to branch out into multiple possibilities. I, I couldn't place them in order anymore. I, I had to keep drawing in order to find out what led next. Some futures ended with a great group of adventurers that sealed away a great evil. Some ended with the evil destroying life itself. I, I don't... I don't know what happens next, but I, I do know that you are part of it. Hmm. Indeed. It's a lot to take in there, little buddy. I'm going to look over at Voir and say, uh, I think this is more your forte than mine. I think we're going to need to do a team meeting real quick. <laughs> Yeah, or what do you, what do you, what do you, you and me as fellow alum think we should do? (laughs) (laughs) I nod. (laughs) So, there's a lot to take in there. Uh, Are we out of, hey Ty, are we out of, can we be out of hearing of what's-his-face? Yeah, I'll I'll say you step outside. Um, So... This guy is either a, um, you know, divine fortune teller of some sort, or a second-level divination wizard with a talent for lying. What do you believe? I don't know. He knows things and has seen things that there was no one around to see. But generally, the simpler conclusion is the easier one. Most of those things are seeable with simple arcane magic. Is it possible to look into someone's past and see something that they did do? (coughs) Excuse me, sorry. I believe that there would be magic that's capable of doing that. But even if... We can roll that out. (laughs) but (laughs) But even if not... If there's somebody who is actively watching you with a divination spell for the last few months, they would know everything that you've done as well. Well, I mean, I can make this real simple. I have Zone of Truth that I can drop, and we can start asking questions. You have Zone of Truth? I thought that was a paladin spell. Yeah, it's a bard spell, too. <laughs> he has everything. I got everything. I'm a bard. <laughs> there's nothing I can't have. <laughs> you want him to have multi-attack or whatever you have, Josh? He'll have it. <laughs> I can do that. I think I think that's a great idea. All right, um, we trip trap right back in, <laughs> and uh, I say uh, you know nothing personal, uh, but uh, we just want to make sure that we're getting all the facts. Um, and I uh, start casting Zone of Truth. All right, um, 
they uh, they kind of look down, uh, finish drawing what they're they're drawing. I, I understand. Um, I, I'm not going to fight it. I, I I know you will you will do the right thing. Well, um, or maybe uh, make a perception check. Okay. Not one. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Yep. There it is. Uh, you uh, you're overwhelmed by the sheer amount of parchment in this this small tent. There's so much to look at. So many various uh, scenes, and you're unable to determine what's real and what's not. Um, Tobar, go ahead and make a perception check. Okay. Uh... All right. Um, as as John is is talking to Dram about the the zone of truth, you kind of look around at uh, some of the the pictures, the the depictions that are uh, along the walls of this tent, um, and you see um, a a scene drawn of a a large wheat field um, and. There's a small, very small gnome um, in it with a slightly taller gnome, uh, relatively speaking, um, ne next to him. Um, and you recognize that scene. You, you know exactly when and where that was um, outside of your hometown um, when you were uh, roughly eight years old um, talking to your father. Uh, it was one of the last times you talked to your father. Can I grab this scroll? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and grab it and say you, you, you can't have this. This is no, no. You shouldn't have this. Uh, How do you have this? Uh, it was, it was a vision. I, I, I swear. Uh, by now the zone of truth is up, so all of all of what Dream says is is true. Uh, this is mine yeah. now. <laughs> Can Reifer do a perception check? Uh, yeah. And same with John, if I could. Yeah. John, okay. Um, I'd like John. to see if there's one of the entire party, honestly. Uh, okay, then I'll circle back to you at the end. Okay, cool. Uh, right here, you see um, essentially uh, an image depicting you and someone you can clearly make out, even in its monochromatic charcoal form, um, as Braley. Um, you, you see the, the two of you mid-argument. Um, at the crossroads, and uh, you remember exactly that happening. I'm just going to stoically look away and not make a big deal out of it. Okay. And uh. John, as you uh, you kind of look around, um, Drame kind of peels off uh, the latest sheet of parchment off of their. 
um, their notepad and uh, turns around to, to put it up on the wall. Um, but before they do, they, they turn to you and do, do you want to do you, do you want to look at this first? I, I when when you all arrived, I, I had another vision and I I needed to know that you would believe me before I let you knew I would let you know I was drawing it. This I I don't believe this has happened. It it could happen. I, I don't know. I don't know what events lead to this and I don't know if me telling you this is change anything. I look at it. Uh, you see a cityscape. Uh, make a history check for me. With advantage. Uh, this is a pretty easy city to recognize. I will say that the, the 10 is easily sufficient because you have spent quite a bit of time in this city. Uh, you see the the expansive capital of Portsford. Um, and the the point of view is up on a hill outside of the city, looking down into it. And uh, you see the, the five of you standing on this hill um, and looking down into the city. The city is on fire um, and burning and buildings have collapsed and... Um, it, it looks like the city has been under siege for uh, a bit of time. And circling up uh, overhead, you see uh, the outlines, the shadows of uh, three large dragons. And that's where we'll end tonight's session. <laughs>